Hi guys, welcome to this Ashash show. I'm host of this talk show and my name is Shakti Singh Rajput. Do you know why I'm so excited today? Because we have a businessman as a guest speaker. Guess from where? One and only America. And I would like to welcome David Cavall sir. Hi, how are you sir? I'm doing well. Thank you very much. How are you? Absolutely fine sir. Like I am too excited to talk with you. So uh, first let me introduce David Cavall sir. He is the founder of Network Charlotte, owner of Dave Associates. Sir, would you like to add something about you which I have missed? Well, I'm based in uh, Charlotte, North Carolina. And um I'm a native of North Carolina. Uh okay. did start uh, Network Charlotte um about 11 years ago. And but we'll get into more of that uh later. Wow, amazing. So sir, let's move to the question answers. As as we know like this show is about success in business and life. So my very first question from you is what is the definition of success? Like is it having million dollars in your account or having a luxurious bungalows and cars? Like what is the definition of success for you? Well, I appreciate the question. I think that um different people have different definitions of success. Um granted millions of dollars and a luxurious home could be the accomplishments of a successful life, but at what price? Right. For example, if um if they're the result of a life spent uh, attending to the demands of a business that you don't really enjoy or right. that you don't find fulfilling then perhaps they're not a, su- a suitable definition of success there are any any number of people who have been wealthy but not happy right <laughs> if on the other hand uh, you achieve those things while you also realize the other things that you value for example the love of your family or the respect of your peers or any number of things that you value then yes lots of money and a beautiful home can be very gratifying right <laughs> i think the um the most important thing is to be doing what you enjoy and uh, that you can provide for the needs uh of your family in a way that's in harmony with the things that you value and then in my opinion you're successful right so let's proceed to the next question like i would like to ask you can you please share your two experiences from which you have learned a big lesson or many things Well I think it would be natural to expect that um if a lesson a big lesson um or that a lesson that you've learned um you know something from would have to be a big experience but I don't yeah. think that's I don't think that's always the case um the first experience that I would share with you um happened when I was in a child a child in elementary school okay. we had we had a program that all of the students attended and in okay. that pro- in that program a man was telling us about a youth club and okay. uh, i believe it was probably the 4h club and anyway i went home very excited and told my parents about it 
And uh, their reaction was, they were less excited about the idea. They said that I would probably just join the club and lose interest and drop out. Now, that might have been the case, but I'll never know because I didn't join uh, based on their reaction. But what I do know is that I remembered that every time I joined other groups or started activities or projects. I think a part of me wanted to prove them wrong. Uh, mm -hmm. Nevertheless, once what I did learn from that experience is that once I commit to doing something, um, you know, I'm pretty well uh, determined to keep going with it until I complete the, the task. And so right. that, that's how I've approached uh, business um, is to um, <clears throat> be dedicated to, um, you know, work long and hard to, um, to make it a success. Right. Certainly. Now, the uh, other experience uh, that I would mention um, was more of a big experience. Um, it occurred just a few years ago, and at the time, I had learned that I had uh, just developed a very serious and potentially life-threatening health condition, and right. it, it required uh, major surgery, and I'm happy to say that the result of the operation was uh, successful, but... What I learned from that experience, and I, and I think I already knew this, but perhaps not to the depth of understanding that I have now, okay. was that there, there are things uh, in life that you cannot control. Right. And, um, so it's very important to focus on the things that we can control and to make the best decisions we can. So true, yeah. Okay, so sir, let's proceed to the next question. Like, uh, any advice you would like to give to the youngsters? Well, yes, there is. It's, um, I think the primary advice would be, don't be so concerned about uh, disadvantages of being young that you overlook the advantages of being young. And let me explain, uh, most of my professional life was spent as a financial advisor. I, mm -hmm. I started as a young man, and I worked in that field for 36 years. Uh, so I had, an op I had an opportunity to see what uh, clients valued in a financial advisor through several stages of maturity. Right. Now, now, we had a young man, <clears throat> pardon, pardon me just a second. Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> I have some congestion, pardon me. We had a young man that uh, joined our company who had been a professional football player. In other words, he had known um, quite a bit of success professionally before he joined our company, but okay. he, was still a, he was still a young man. And one day he was worrying about um, uh, the way that potential clients were seeing him, you know, as being too young and too inexperienced to advise them about their finances. Okay. What I, tr what I tried to explain to him was that there were many potential clients who would prefer to work with a young advisor rather than an older advisor. Young right. advisors often 
often have fewer clients in the beginning, and so they're more eager to please the clients that they do have. And so sometimes they work a little harder. Uh, some clients would rather have an eager young advisor that works hard to please them than they would to have a, an experienced older advisor that might challenge their ideas or caution them about uh, making, uh, taking certain types of risks. The bottom line is that not all clients or customers are the same. Uh, younger clients would probably prefer to work with younger advisors uh, than someone who reminds them of other parents, for example. Uh, regardless of age, there are potential benefits to highlight. You know, some people would just rather work with younger people than older people. And right. uh, we see this sometimes in the workplace uh, that can manifest, manifest itself as age discrimination. But my point is never overlook the advantages of being young. Uh, there are people out there that will value that quality um, for a number of reasons. So, um, you know, don't worry too much about um, um, youth and lack of experience. Sir, like I have an experience, like uh, uh, three to four months ago, like I joined a company, like I was an intern there, okay. So, uh, like I asked her, like, uh, will you be like CEO of my company? Like I, I wanted to start my company. So, uh, like she rejected because I was of 17. So like, yes, there are advantages, but there are still many uh, disadvantages. Like older people don't like to work with young, like ego problem or something. I don't know, but like, yes, they, like there are many disadvantages also. There definitely, I mean, there are advantages and disadvantages, but, um, I think uh, if you look um, if you look long enough, um, uh, and it probably won't take that long, uh, you'll find people who would prefer to young, uh, work with younger people, uh, people right. that, people that are less set in their ways, um, people who are willing to uh, younger people uh, might be more read, uh, ready to um, um, accept change and and uh, take on new experiences. Great advice. So let's move to the business part. As we know, like you are the founder of Network Carlot and owner of uh, like Dave Cobble Associates. I am excited to know how your journey started and how you did this. Like why you like why you started and how you started. Okay, um, as I mentioned earlier. I'd been a financial advisor for most of my career. Um, right. But in 2009, I opened an independent office as an advisor. In other words, rather than working for someone else, I decided to start my own company. Now, Great. about a, about a year earlier, I joined LinkedIn and okay. had learned about LinkedIn groups. Now, this, right. this was during... Uh, what we in the U.S. now call the Great Recession and um, the collapse of many of our financial institutions. So there were a, a great number of people who had lost their jobs or were concerned that they might lose their job. And it seemed as if everyone wanted to network in, other, in, a, in order to find out about new job opportunities or just to expand their base of uh, people that they knew. 
So it, it was a perfect time to start a group for the purpose of networking. Um, in 2009, I attended my first networking event in Charlotte, and I came, and I came away from that experience um, with the thought that this was something that I would enjoy doing. So I, I started inviting my friends uh, to join the group Network Charlotte and then expanded those invitations to include connections that I'd already made on LinkedIn. Um, I would say probably we started with a group of about 100 people online, and today okay. we have more than 45,000 members, and we're, yeah. growing, we're growing by about 100 or so new members per week. Wow, amazing. <laughs> Now, Dave, Dave Cobble Associates is a company that I started a few years ago to participate in uh, occasional social media marketing to the Network Charlotte group. Plus, I also own 10 other LinkedIn groups that I maintain. Um, I've, now, I've now sold my financial advisory business, but I'm available to consult with other advisors and also do some sales and recruiting as an independent associate of the uh, U.S.-based uh, Legal Shield company. And they, wow. offer, they offer access to legal services in the United States, Canada, and the U.K., uh, to small businesses and to individuals, as well as um, they also offer identity theft and reputation management services. All right. Okay. Great. So, sir, let's proceed to our next question. Sir, if someone wants to start his or her business in this recession, how they should start? Well, as I mentioned uh, just a minute ago, when I started Network Charlotte, uh, it was during a recession. And right. I... And I believe that its success in large part was because of the recession. Um, people saw the need to network. And um, the recession that we find ourselves in right now is different in a number of ways. However, the important part, I think, is to be aware of what people need during mm -hmm. an economic downturn and see if you have a potential answer. You know, how can you help other people? If you, if, if you can answer that question, then you have an idea that can grow. But you, in, in my opinion, you have to be sincere about it. Uh, there's a saying that I hear quite often that people, people, do not, people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. And I believe that's true. Uh, some people try to take advantage of other people during a recession or a pandemic like we're experiencing now, um, I, think, I think you sincerely have to want to help other people. Another saying that I uh, like to share occasionally, and that is, uh, it's possible to do well while you're doing good. So even though your motives uh, are to help other people, um, it's possible to take an idea that has that potential during a recession and uh, do quite well with it. You just have to uh, discover what, what people need 
okay. what your potential customers need uh, during a recession. Right. As you advise to young people, would you like to give some advice to young entrepreneurs? Well, yes, and and again, as I'd mentioned earlier, I believe youth is an advantage in many ways. Right. Uh, uh, my primary advice to the young entrepreneur is to focus on your advantages and show how they may outweigh any disadvantages. You know, mm -hmm. while while older entrepreneurs may have more experience, they right. may not they may be less adept at adapting to change. Young people can, young people can be very resilient. And uh, um, so again, um, what the method that I like to, um, to take when I'm starting or considering a project uh, is to, um, on a piece of paper, draw a line down the middle of the page and okay. on the left hand, left hand side, I list uh, the pros or the advantages, and on the right hand side, list the cons or the disadvantages. Right. And, um, and then be prepared to, um, you know, whether you're uh, searching for customers, searching for partners, um, searching for people to uh, collaborate, or even investors. Uh, be that way, you'll be prepared to. Uh, um, tell them what the advantages of working with a young entrepreneur is. Correct. Great. So, sir, like, uh, how to find a billion or trillion dollar idea? <laughs> well, <laughs> I I wish that uh, I wish that I knew from firsthand experience. Obviously, I, I have not found a billion dollar or a trillion dollar idea, but right. I, I think there are examples of uh, lots of people who have, and um, again, I, I think that there are, there are companies out there, and of course the people behind them, that did discover what people wanted, and they found a way to uh, deliver that. Um, not everyone would agree with me, but take Amazon, for example. Um, I think that they revolutionized the shopping experience for the consumer. Um, I can remember in the U.S. when we, when you wanted or needed a particular item, you had to visit store after store to search for it. And many, many times you found a store that would special order an item for you. If you were lucky, they might get it in a couple of weeks. Uh, today, you can do your research online. You can order it. You can have it shipped to you the very next day. Um, the shipping for Prime members, anyway, is, is probably free. And if it doesn't work, if it doesn't fit, or if you just changed your mind, you can return it for a refund. If you had told me that this was possible 20 or 30 years ago, I would have disagreed. Um, but Amazon understood consumer demand, uh, and they've provided a level of service that's all but impossible to compete with. It's not perfect, but 
I think if you can discover what people want or what people need and then deliver, uh, it has the potential to be a billion-dollar idea. Right. So, sir, like, uh, Am- like uh, nobody was, like, able to defeat Amazon. Like, uh, when Amazon came in India, for, before that, a company established, like, a copied company named Flipkart, if you know. So, like, uh, they were, like, expanded exponentially in India. But still, Amazon was <laughs> that he defeated all of them and, like, he is rocking now. Mm. Well, it's, um, yeah, I'm not familiar with how... Um, you know, Amazon, how good their service is in other countries, but um, I suspect that they're probably doing pretty well. <laughs> right. They are doing amazing, actually. So, sir, uh, let's assume if somebody now have an idea, but uh, how can they ex- execute that faster? Like, execution is the key point. If you will see, see like, rocket internet, uh, like they copy idea from the like developed countries like from america and they execute in developing countries like india and so on so like how to execute fast you know of all the ideas that you uh, or all the um, questions that you've asked me uh, this is probably the one question that i'm least qualified to answer um <laughs> what i mean by that is that uh, as I mentioned earlier in my discussion of uh, learning experiences, big lessons, um, my approach to projects has always been uh, slow and steady wins the race. In other words, uh, uh, I've gotten ahead by not giving up and and just perseverance. Um, I believe that executing an idea fast has certainly been made more likely by technology. Um, the ability to access people uh, and companies across the globe, just like uh, you've uh, contacted me over LinkedIn. Right. Um, you know, that, that certainly makes, um, makes it possible to progress more quickly today than, than you could have um, 20 or 30 years ago. Nevertheless, it's um, speed is not necessarily the an area that I excel in. It's it's um, uh, mine is is a more, you know, the uh, kind of like the tortoise and the hare. You know, um, the um, you know mine is is slow and steady as opposed to um, you know yeah. take an idea and um, and. Like, sir, in current times, if you will go slow and study, there will be like hundreds of competitors will stand uh, like ahead of or like they will they will execute faster than us and maybe they can win. So this can be like a scenario. Mm, It could be. And um, I think here, too, this is an advantage uh, for a young person because uh, young people today, um, which I am not a young person today, but I think. (laughs) I think young people understand the technology better and are right. more are more prepared to uh, take an idea and use technology to um, bring it to the market more quickly. Correct. So, sir, my next question is like, uh, how to stand out from the competition? 
Well, I think if you show people that um, that you really care about them, you will stand out from the competition. Uh, there are no shortage of people who want to get ahead and want to sell you something. Uh, but if you but if you are the one that takes the time and the effort to make sure that the customer is satisfied, you will stand out. Now, it's I know it's more difficult to do in some industries than others. And my background was that of a financial advisor. And in that particular industry, uh, you have customers for a long period of time. Um, for example, I, I often worked with um, two or three generations within a family. So it was a it was very important to keep the, the clients happy. Um, other, um, you know, if you're if you're selling a um, um, an inexpensive product and you're depending on uh, volume of sales and you don't have uh, repeat customers, then perhaps um, um, this is less um, less important. But um, at least in my experience. Um, the way to stand out was to provide uh, superior service. And um, in the U.S., our economy is often referred to as a service economy. But um, nevertheless, our service providers often subject customers to automated voice response recordings and or outsource their calls to call centers where customer service representatives read from scripts or in some, ca some cases, there's no access to customer support. And I won't mention the companies, but there are some software companies out there that are so large that if you have a problem, uh, it's very difficult to, um, to get um, access to customer support. So right. in my opinion, if uh, someone truly values the customer's business, they will they will stand out from the competition. They will, they will shine like the light from uh, uh, the mountaintop. Right. Right. So, sir, let's proceed to the next question. So, how to find a potential co-founder and how to convince him? Like, I am 17 years old and when I pitch my idea to an experienced person, suppose I will pitch you. So, I know you are going to reject me like you will judge me by my age because you you will think like uh, how a 17 years old uh, guy is going to uh, like affect me like and how we will grow together. So how can I overcome this situation? Like how can I convince them? How can I find uh, experienced co-founder for my like for my business? Well, I think that you're on the right track. I mean, you obviously uh, have had the experience of reaching out uh, to um, uh, older uh, and perhaps, uh, ex you know, experienced business people yeah. on LinkedIn. Yeah. And uh, you've had some success in, uh, in having people respond, um, you know, as I did. Um, <laughs> but I would say, uh, going back to my earlier uh, statement, uh, you know, being young is not necessarily uh, a disadvantage. Um, you, you just have to be able to communicate what the advantages are. Um, that um, because of your age, um, 
Yeah. And per, and perhaps uh, less experience than some older um, entrepreneurs, uh, that you're willing to work harder, uh, that you have more energy, <laughs> that uh, any number of uh, reasons why um, uh, someone would prefer to work with you because of your age, um, yeah. and perhaps because uh, again, young people uh, are more adaptable to. Uh, uh, changing environment, uh, changing technology. There's uh, any number of reasons why I think that you could communicate uh, um, why you would make a good choice despite your age yeah. or, perhaps, or perhaps because of your age. Correct. So uh, thank you very much, sir, to joining our show. I am so glad that you are here. Like, I can't, like, I am so happy that you joined us today. Well, it was, um, it was enjoyable for me. I'm sorry, I, um, we had uh, a couple of technological issues um, when I first got started. And, uh, yeah. But uh, this is my uh, first uh, podcast uh, that I participated in, so I appreciate the invitation. And... Uh, for any of your listeners that uh, care to look us up on LinkedIn, um, again, it's Net- Network Charlotte, and um, we are we are open to um, uh, members uh, from all over the world. Uh, however, our primary focus is um, those who have uh, some type of business um, uh, dealings. Uh, within the the greater Charlotte uh, metro area, but right. uh, we'd certainly invite people to uh, to visit and take a look. Great. So thanks a lot, sir. Well, thank and you, and much have a great day. Have a great day, sir. Have a great day. All right, you too. Take care. Bye, sir. Bye bye.